3: Just leave this bald-headed country boy alone.
4: <laughs> What's up, folks? Thanks for to the Josh J. Podcast. Uh, we are in Sneed, Alabama, at Back Row Park right now. Um, the people who run the park are behind us, and I'm very scared to do this episode in front of them with these degenerate fucks that are at this table. Uh, Blaine Bunny, welcome back. Good to be here. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Mark Oriott.
2: They let me off probation. Thank Pull man. the mic
4: closer to you. You know what mm-hmm. to do? No. No. <laughs> We've drank just four <laughs> sips of Fireball, and you are already a fucking problem. Yeah. Justin Dukes, we'll what's get to why you're a problem in just a minute. <laughs> uh, the good one out of the group, Mr. Jared Hartness. That's saying something right there. Uh, a little skinny. <laughs> uh, try to hang around a little while till you know, what's up, buddy? I really do now wish a bitch walking door to hey. get run off. Uh, and then, Dave McMahon, thank you for coming <laughs> and setting this up. You're welcome. Now that I know you can do that, I'm probably going to abuse that fact. Uh, I'm not surprised by that. You should have purposely messed it up so yeah, you never ask you again. Have. Yeah. Wait, I these w-
2: aren't supposed to plug into the floor? Yeah. <laughs> so if you'd have done that, out I'd have never asked you to do it again. I can't get it
4: in.
5: <laughs> it's all directional, but it only goes one direction. No. <laughs> right.
4: uh, anyway, I didn't know I started to show off, but there's one person that I never get to talk shit to because they're a good boy. And last night we got to see his dark side. <laughs> <laughs> well, Justin Dukes, <laughs> I just want to say I love you. Yeah. But fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> I wake up this morning. I'd already told them it was gonna happen, yeah. but I knew you were gonna text me about the. That was the nicest picture I could have posted of you. I love. By the way, <laughs> I, you do this Michael Jordan thing. You know how like Michael Jordan before he would score, he always had his tongue out. Yeah. You do it, but it's but you it, don't score. Yeah. <laughs> At all. <laughs> it is fucking. You got. I'm gonna show you some videos later, and you might oh. not want to drink again.
3: Dude, I saw some, I, I saw the videos. He saw the light. Boy, last you almost got them in the, the mics closer
4: to you when you talk.
3: Oh I saw, I saw the videos.
4: No, there I didn't send you all of
3: them. Oh you didn't? I no, didn't send you more. the
4: one I didn't send you the one where you're at like uh where we're at Cottonfield last night. And I don't know who you're staring at. Yeah. But you were staring. Bad, you a lot is, of it was the floor. No. <laughs> I think
2: one time he was talking the garage door. Yeah. yeah,
4: I think I thought it was a little hot ass bartender that you staring at. I don't know where it was or not. It was, no, I don't think I so out, because but... she was moving and your eyes wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> so it didn't really. You were locked the fuck in, bro. Yeah. And the that ain't it. Oh, that yeah. ain't he it.
0: wouldn't shake my hand for like five minutes. I just kept my
4: eye <laughs> out. I do have
6: a video of all of that
2: before
4: yeah. I, I went to piss. It. He had a, your hand extended. And when he came back, your hand was still extended. I was proving <laughs> a point. Yeah. You took
5: offense to that. Uh-huh. My personal favorite video is him smacking Mark's ass last night. Yeah. yeah. He
2: gave
4: me a good ass. <laughs> oh, yeah. He sexually assaulted Mark from one <laughs> bed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I my hand 100%. went up in the air afterwards, I said, and I get said, party I didn't he said, like get
0: it. your ass up and party with me. And, then, <laughs> and <laughs>
4: I had to pretend like I didn't like it. At one, yeah, I know. <laughs> At one point in time, me, you, and Blaine were the voices of reason. And that's scary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We talked
2: about that. It was like, Dan,
4: how the hell were we the ones that were like, you should not do that <laughs> yeah. I've, never seen, I've never seen Skinny that drunk either though
2: I've been
5: pretty close you, around here How even. old
4: are you, 22? 24 Twenty four. You went to about about 12 years old last night <laughs> Like you was like a little goddamn gnat Before it was all said and done last night <laughs> Well
5: shit, y'all had me a damn fucked up like Christmas tree
4: <laughs> Yeah
2: Fucked up like a Christmas tree? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I'm I gonna let you seen, handle that one else. I have not heard that one
5: <laughs> I've seen uh, some pretty fucked up Christmas trees <laughs> in my back <laughs>
4: Hard to be in all seriousness. If this music thing don't work out for you, <laughs> you could probably be like a mall Santa. I feel like, other than the kids, you know, being well, you come y- sit on my lap. They're not allowed within hundred yards of me. Or I know they're not. Vice versa, I guess. <laughs> yeah. we should have told Cottonfield that before they invited like families. Not. Yeah. Like he can't. Little, yeah. Little predatory. It's not near a school, right? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> or Chuck E. Cheese or something <laughs> Jesus So it's like
0: alien versus predator But it's child
4: versus predator <laughs> <laughs> What's the dude's name that fucking tricks All the pedos into coming to their house uh, Is it Chris Hansen Yeah Yeah. yeah we uh, we invited like, him He's like, gonna knock on this door <laughs> at about five <laughs> He's either yeah. getting you or skinny I don't know which one <laughs> Oh shit Why aren't you talk? You've not hardly talked This entire trip It's How long has it been recording Five minutes maybe No but like The whole rest of the time too He yeah, talked so much shit
2: About you before coming down That I thought you were Going to be an annoying person Have you not been around so... David No that's just the way That's just the way He, the way really. he sees me you know? Oh no I love
4: David I, I, I hate that I like, He's like one of those people Like you That I'm not fond That I care for That fucking video we all filmed thing, you're like, let's hear from, nah, I wish I didn't hear from him already, and just moved
2: on. Well, it still
4: still (laughs) bugs me that of all of y'all, he was the first one, he like literally did it within 10 minutes. Everybody else was like spaced out through the day, so my goal was, I was going to take all six of y'all's videos, and I was going to post them like one every two hours. And then I was going to let like Cottonfield share each individual artist. And then Blaine did his to this morning. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Blaine waited until I was ready to go to bed to well, make his. And I was like, I can't fucking do this like this now.
0: I did work all afternoon. And then by the time I got off, I had already forgotten about it. Is that what you call beating text.
4: your meat? Thank you. Working? No, that's easy. Oh.
0: I you sent it in it's early. It's not working, yeah, you were right
2: there. To avoid, not, or to avoid being made fun of
4: by Josh. Because that's I, what he's going to do. I sent it pretty
2: quick. It. I was in the morning at some yeah, point. Oh, yeah,
4: Oh, yeah, but yours, Yasha's, his was horrible. <laughs> mine, was, mine was bad. I was driving. I was like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, it was just obviously You put no thought or effort into it. And I then, put a
2: lot of thought. In. I had to do that four oh, times to remember. You had to do that four times? That he to. So here's the thing.
0: When I, when y'all text me about it, I was like, got home showered, and I was like, I can't do a video looking like this. So I had to kind of like half-ass get my upper body ready just so I could make the video. So he drank a beer. Yeah. And then like there was, we have roommates, and they were in the living room, and I was like, it's kind of awkward doing stuff like that when people's around because they're like, what the hell are you doing, you know? Why are you jerking off in the living room? Exactly. <laughs> Why do you need so much lotion just to put out a video? <laughs> yeah. Me, It's funny
4: you say that because me and Mark were literally just talking about this on the way liquor store. Uh, he was talk, telling me how he's bad at social media, and I was like, Duh. Oh, I'm terrible. Yeah. But, like, you've got to eventually, like with any of you guys, like you got to get it out of your head that you're making an ass out of yourself or whatever. And just know that you are. Well, you are, but it's part of it. It's, it's part of you building your brand and everything. You know who gets when you,
2: famous? Assholes. Yeah. So
4: everybody. at This table should be golden. Then <laughs> it's, it's not, the not even so much about making an
0: ass of myself. Is is like I don't really like social media at all. Yeah. So like anytime I go on there and I see things of people posting, I'm like, I don't give a shit. So I'm like, why would they give a shit about what I'm doing?
2: I well, just know that everybody part of it that though. does social media like that is the kind of people that growing up I would have punched in the face for fun. <laughs> I don't. I don't.
4: I don't disagree so with it's you it's So hard to
2: be like I want to be a person
4: that I hate. Well, it's not that you want to be successful. That's yeah, like, true. Like, so like you, you do love you, yourself? Yeah. If I, you, I love myself every day. Did you play video games growing up? Yeah, oh, yeah. Did you yeah, ever Did you ever do cheat codes to, to beat the game? What did you say? <laughs> I said, oh, yeah, I was a virgin. Yeah. <laughs> that, that does not surprise me at all. Did you? But did you ever use cheat codes to beat the games? No. Liar. Yeah, I did. Okay. Well, it's the same thing with your career in social media. It's a cheat code. Is If you figure it out, it gets you to where you want to be quicker.
2: Yeah, it's fair.
4: Like, it sucks. I don't like doing it, but I've just, like, somebody told me a long time ago if you'll get it out of your head that the stuff you're making the people you grew up with or the people you care about are going to make fun of, and you do it for the people that you actually want to be your fans or followers, not friends, like, it becomes a whole lot easier. You simplify it to where it doesn't. Touche. You got to. My thing is not even about people
0: making fun of me. I could care less about that. I don't know. It's just a weird thing. It's like every time I do a video or something of myself and look back or watch it, I'm like, that just does not feel like me.
2: God, my um, voice sucks. Man, I messed that up. Yeah, I looked so dumb in that thing. Yeah. And then you're overthinking it and you do it seven yeah, times. Yeah, why did I wear that And then seven of them later, you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to throw on my phone. Yeah, yeah, but, no it is, yeah.
4: But everybody knows that advertising, marketing yourself is part of the damn game. Yeah. Like, say so it's a necessary evil. Like you have to fucking. I'm just do hoping it. on yeah.
2: the like record deal out of nowhere that I didn't work for, and then they're going to do all that for me. <laughs> oh, dude, when they do, yeah, because you're right on track for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More is on just... track to go to jail. <laughs> he hey, shit. It, when
0: you find them, you say, "Hey, I know another son of a bitch just like me. Send them my way." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll do That's... the same
4: for you. The, you the mold for a successful artist right now in Nashville is you. <laughs> so, the most what? The day that comes true. <laughs> <laughs> I said the mold for a successful Nashville artist. Oh, right <laughs> now is Mark. <laughs> the day that that you comes want to know how to true. Out
2: of your job, hang out with that guy.
4: You just know, like somebody at Sony sitting around, and you're like, you know what we need? <laughs> Mark a, guy like a guy that dresses like shit. A guy that dresses
2: like his mom did it. <laughs> 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 he smells bad, and he writes songs about jerking off. Yeah,
4: fuck yeah. Well, if, if we could just find him. We'd have it fucking made. I'm right here. Hi, yeah. Rusty. <laughs> you you might need some molding. <laughs> what is it, a diamond or a rough? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I rough.
2: look like I'm made out of clay, yeah. so hopefully I could be molded a little bit because I'm fat.
4: You look like clay melting most <laughs> of the fucking time. But uh I know like me and Jared, last time he came to a uh, Live Oak for our last month show or whatever, we was talking to him, and that's one reason why like I want to get all y'all together though, is what y'all are good at, I wish I was good at. What I'm good at, I can help y'all with, with the social media what stuff. What
1: are
4: you good at? <laughs> your mom. That's, <laughs> that's oh, oh. You fucking burned me. Yeah, oh. I didn't know where else to go with that. That's how I, went. <laughs> I went to the your mom. But like all of y'all, and it's crazy how everybody that I love and care about that is an artist or a songwriter or whatever, Like I really do believe when I say this, I feel like everybody's a breakaway. Like, they're that one opportunity, that one person seeing your video, that one person, whatever. And what is crazy with most of you guys, you're not good at social media, but that's not a bad thing. It's just you, you just don't, need to try. Well, you need to try, but you need, a, you need, you need somebody that's like, hey, it's not stupid to do this. This is how you do it. Now, let's fucking do it and make something of it. I've always been a really good trier, never really been a good doer. but
2: our succeeder. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: what we need, what we need, is some microphones, maybe some paying gigs.
4: You know, no, yeah. we <laughs> ain't got no band, Randy. We ain't got no band. Uh, I think if that that was probably film closer here, or at least it seems like some of the people I've met around this way <laughs> Wow, Dude, I love Sling Blade. This one, of my fucking oh, favorite. Yeah, no Dude, I don't I mean, know how French it's not Ryan labeled as a comedy.
6: Wasn't Sling Blade in Arkansas? Yeah, it was. Yeah, I think so. That yeah.
2: probably really makes sense. I mean, himself. either place. The family trees don't fork very hard, so it's pretty much the same. And the guy with Sling
4: Blade. Look at you. <laughs> I know. You can't pick on the south at all, no, Captain at in all. fucking Oregon. <laughs> <Over there>. <laughs> <laughs> you look like fucking if inbreeding was legal. <laughs> <laughs> I think you, it is. Yeah. Maybe where you're from. <laughs> they just don't I'll, keep I'll track have of, go of down i to go home and here. ask my uncle dad. I know, I was, try- <laughs> I was trying to tell somebody last night, and it might have been you, but I was good drunk, that you, me, I look like I might fuck my third cousin if nobody find out, but you definitely would fuck your first one I and tell the like world. I
2: third cousin.
0: <laughs> yeah, i would be like, so similar, be like, which one's Mark? <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's starting off great, boys. Hell yeah! Hey, yeah. How'd you get home last night from the bar? You were hammered. I think I drove myself, or at least someone who looked like me did. <laughs>
2: that's what we tell the They're police anyway. Right? everyone to stole a cop car that night. Yeah, that's and that's profiling. <laughs> that's it's wrong. It's I'm so su-
4: I am so surprised that I ain't none of us though. That we've done anything that stupid. I'm scared of me, you, and Mark just getting shit canned together. Justin Dukes is just gonna try to fucking fight refrigerators. <coughs> Alright. I'm not really worried about him anymore. We'll lock him in yeah. the camera. Hey, when you're done
0: fighting, you let us know we'll let you back yeah. Fuck
4: you, cookie. Fuck you, lamp. Yeah. You're cool. Fuck you. Yeah. You you get really close. Like you you want to be hurt. Like oh, the dude. best really part close. was
0: when he was cussing everybody out. I walked up to him, I was like, man, why are you so angry? He said, Me?
6: Angry? I'm not mad no, I would I'm never I'm not mad
2: Fuck you I'm not mad <laughs> And he's like why did I do
0: something wrong
6: Well then he kept looking at me As the voice of reason And going hey We need to go home And I'm like yeah But I'm not gonna just leave <laughs> that, was, here. that was my
2: favorite part of the <laughs> yeah. night Is all of a sudden You could tell Like there was nobody home Behind oh, his oh, eyes Nobody. And he's like all right, put your jacket on, let's get out of here. And everybody's like, <laughs> yeah. nah, man, I think we're hanging. And he's he, like, he no, nah, def- let's
4: go. He definitely put his coat on <laughs> two hours before we left. Yep. And he would stand up about every 20 minutes, like, all right, let's go. And like, <laughs> and boy, nobody said who the shit. fuck are you talking to, Dukes? But in his in his defense, I've never seen him really drink that before anyway. And we took... Just there towards the end of the night when it kind of cleared out, like, five shots of tequila each. Yeah, that'll do it. Like that'll do it. at least. And there was no telling what we had drank before that.
3: Yeah. Nobody and by the way,
4: that. uh thank you to Cottonfield last night. To yeah, Ty and, and, and yeah. Kevin and Miss Kelly and everybody last night the taking Best care steaks of us. around. Go get yeah. you one. Oh, yeah. that, that was. Such, I had steaks. such a fucking good time.
2: Yeah, yeah it was yeah. awesome. I had I'm a
4: great time. I'm excited for tonight, even though this will come out I'm tomorrow. I'm surprised
2: they let me come back. I am yeah, too. When you literally, I mean, I know he's you over your shoulder I right don't, now, going, "Man, I don't know." I don't
4: even know if Ke- I don't even know Kevin verdict's still out on these <laughs> the verdicts movies. out. I don't know if I'm making. Just know stuff. if they don't book you for a full band show, it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> they either heard you sing or heard Josh, you talk. What
2: the fuck, man! I thought you said these people would like me and have me back. <laughs>
4: or, well, could- this, I thought you were fucked like right off the bat yesterday. While I'm sitting there setting up stuff, <laughs> me and Ty are, and you're. A, Sitting at the bar across the room, Miss Kelly, who's an angel, is sitting in between us. And you just turn around and say, "Fuck you!" Why there's still people in the restaurant? I'm like, "Oh, you're never getting back." I can't. Remember.
2: You said something, and we were getting shot, so I was trying to be like, "Shut the fuck up!" You want a shot? And then you're like, "There's a girl right there." I'm like, "I don't fucking care." You want a shot?
4: Yeah. So just know when they tell me who they would like to come back to the next one, if you're not on it didn't had nothing to do with me. I'll
2: get, I get the head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it
4: wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> You've probably not been invited back before. A lot of times. It's happened to me. Right. Justin Dukes is the one that's right. the problem, though. Huh? You were the pro Like we actually behaved pretty good last yeah, night, besides uh, for you. I
5: was actually in good behavior. No, you wasn't. I was having a good time. You were like
4: a goddamn little nap by the end of the night, boy. I was still on
5: good behavior. i every, oh, You ever, ever seen
4: uh,
2: like flies or anything outside, and there's like a bug zapper? Like a bug <laughs> zapper last night was any girl that was in that bar, and you were yeah, the I was fly talking. I'm
5: talking <laughs> to everybody. I took the guys, girls. They didn't matter. I did I yeah, like, <laughs> all right. I
2: didn't know you swank both ways. Sorry.
4: Right. <laughs> we spelt Jason Michael Carroll's name wrong. Shit. Um, okay, good. Uh, we uh, we released that flyer today for it uh, for the event for the Backroad Bash, and uh, I don't. The girl who does the websites and stuff, she's very trusting of me. So if I don't send that's her, a yeah, I know shit. So if I don't send her like everybody's Instagram when she's making the flyers and the artwork and stuff for me, she just goes off what I send her, which is what a normal person would do. I misspell everybody's name yeah, all like the fucking time. Right? Yeah, and stupid. Like, I could at least look (laughs) at the shit first. I still don't know what being able to use both your hands has to do with
2: being able to write. (laughs) What? (laughs) Ambidextrous. I I didn't know how to, like, tell you you were stupid in that comment. I was just like, I want to see where this goes.
4: (laughs) No, I, I was just waiting. I was waiting for somebody else to get it, too. He did this earlier when he didn't get in the hot tub with us. By the way, that's the least gay thing that I've done in a long time. Is all of us in the hot tub together earlier?
2: That
1: was
4: great. Yeah, I stood outside and watched. That was cool. I
2: figured we were all gonna get naked like wild hogs,
4: but nobody (laughs) (laughs) wanted to do any male bonding. Bumping hogs. If you were ever gonna have an animal describe your body type, (laughs) a wild wild hog. hog. (laughs) 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 Repeat, baby. (laughs) You fucking.
1: I'm just a little warm. Also describes my taste in (laughs) women
2: prior to
4: the one I'm with now. Yeah, I'm glad you threw that in there because I met yours at New Year's and she is cool as shit. (laughs) Yeah but I was scared as shit of her because I thought she's going to beat the fuck out of me. <laughs> well,
3: Would that's because you? you walked she's up She's the me. only
4: person I've ever walked up to and be like, is it okay if I give your boyfriend mushrooms? <laughs> like, I wanted to make sure it was okay with her first. The
2: first thing he fucking said to me when we got there is he goes, hey, man, where's your girl? And I was like, oh, she went to the car to change her socks. And he goes, well, when you feel like changing your socks later, I have some <laughs> socks in the car. That we can both have and, and enjoy this is the weirdest thing. I was like, thing. you mean I was drugs? Ca-
4: I, I was scared <laughs> that she'd be like, I don't want him hanging out with Josh. He does, he likes mushrooms. And then I was like, this is Mark Horowitz's girlfriend. She has to know he's a piece of shit. She's watched me
2: do mushrooms a lot.
4: Yeah. That was a great time. Yeah. I'm glad. Y'all wish all y'all, uh, I want to start doing shit with like the people. And I love everybody does this show, but there's certain ones of y'all that I just love being around that I've been around for a long time. That, like, uh, David played or was on the first couple shows that we ever did as far as podcasts. Justin Dukes was on my first Nashville show. You were on one of them, Blaine. Like, everybody. Skinny started coming around two years ago. Like before The best th-
2: thing that came out of meeting Lee Tucker was me and you, I think. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Lee,
4: But that I only know all of y'all because, because of Lee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So even though I give him I more shit Tyler. than anybody.
0: What? I was through Tyler Branch.
4: Oh, that's right. Yeah. Because the first night that me and you ever hung out, I had never heard that Gene Watson song that I asked him to play all the fucking time, "The um, Change Her Mind. And we're sitting in the kitchen, and the sun's coming up. And I think Sarah had done passed out, like, on the couch. or She, she might have been. I know Tyler had gone away. Like, he had went to go lay down. And it was yeah. just me and you in the kitchen, I think. I think Sarah had
0: got, just gotten in from work because she worked that night. So she yeah. got in super late, and, you know, we were still going.
4: And he started playing songs, and all of a sudden he played that shit. I was like, man, this is going to be my guy. it was great. All of y'all I almost have a story like that with all of y'all. Like you and everybody told me not to hang out with you or Ryan Nelson. (laughs) (laughs) They one hundred percent said if y'all get together it's gonna be bad. Me and Blaine's about the same damn way. (laughs) Justin Duke's is just gonna try to fight shit if he gets a buzz. (laughs) And not people things, objects. Yeah. It's never a person.
2: No He loved everybody He told him to fuck off But he wanted not fight All the inactive he, he, well, he, I, I was trying to fight For Skinny last
5: night uh, You brought it up Brother yeah.
2: Y'all got, He didn't remember Calling that girl The C word Yeah he didn't no, remember that
4: no. It's okay <laughs> He he called her country Country um, <laughs> yeah. Damn girl You country You country girl
5: <laughs> He just tried to call her My last name But he, he had to realize We weren't
4: married We right? Yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't have a great one with me and Jared ever like uh, hanging out and meeting because I think oh, we haven't been around each that we, much. Well, we we did, we did a
6: podcast one
4: time. Dukes brought me in. That was the, the first time did. I met you. That's, That's right. That is how I met you. There too. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. I forgot you right. did that I, uh, Superman Josh, song man. and I thought you, you were Josh, all about to cry. Granddaddy. The one about his granddaddy. Yeah. Okay, I What's shit you not. I've completely forgot about this till now. I remember the song, and I didn't remember who it was. Yeah.
2: You wrote that with Eli. Eli and Baker. Man, said, Eli plays see, it all the
4: time. as like, I was telling him last time I got around him, he's one of the like anything I've ever heard attached to his name as a song that he helped write or wrote by himself. It's like you know it's gonna be fucking good. I, that means more.
6: Than I don't awesome. think I've
2: ever Thank heard a bad song. I haven't.
4: Like I haven't. Thank you. Even when like Dustin's bitch ass has <laughs> as shared shit with me that you've wrote, it's like damn. I just don't really know you. I mean, we've been around each other a few times, but like you're one of my legit favorite songwriters. And hadn't been around you fucking ten times in my life. means more than I can tell you,
6: seriously. That's all I, you know, I, I'm a pretty serious guy from that aspect of uh, writing songs. I, and I do think that, you know, anyone that wants to really get to know me, you probably get to know me better listening to my songs than you would having a conversation with me. They're all I, true with you. Like, I, think, I mean,
2: everything has, like, you, you, it comes from your soul. And something yeah. well, well, something it's something real. There's
4: something there. It, it's like I was... I think me and you had to, who I was having a conversation with. I was so drunk at the last show that we did in Nashville, but I'm pretty sure it was you. It's like, I love all you guys for a special reason, whether I've ever told you or not. And it's, you don't try to go along, you, you try to make your own path. You try, like, I like people that write and do shit their way to where not only are they're individual, individual. Yeah, shut up, National Anthem. <laughs> is this, uh, is math involved in this? It is. Uh, God, I hate fucking both of you, too. But it's where, like, y'all, had to, to, take a to me, oh, I'm going to fucking punch both of you. <laughs> to me, you guys are more focused on having a song that people are going to remember in 10 years yeah. than yeah. something that just right now that might get yeah. radio play for a couple months and fucking disappear. I can't tell you, and I don't think most of the folks can, the past 10 years, if it wasn't a number one and it was on country radio, you don't really remember it. Like it eventually fades. There's too many yeah. songs and shit out there that last forever to have something that's just temporary stick around in your memory. And I think that's most true. of my buddies are the ones that are like, Hey, you could listen to this shit in ten years and it's just as fucking good.
2: Yeah, who would <laughs> ever thought Dick Down was gonna be one of those songs?
4: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so it's gonna, that's gonna be the next it friends is a- in low places people be singing <laughs> that shit forever. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, no that's fucking amazing. Watching crowds everywhere <laughs> sing that song.
4: It's funny when you hear people ask for it, too. It's just like, it doesn't matter. They had Trey uh, Lewis come play here. Yep. And I got to hear Trey, I don't know, probably four or five years ago, the listening room with, uh, I think, Trey Landon took me. Yep. And he had played one of his songs about getting sober. I think it was the Believe song. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it was. And I was just sitting there, and I was like, and sh- I was took back by because I was like, damn, this is really good. I love the story behind it, everything. I was like, how come this guy hasn't got acknowledgement? And then don't hear anything about him or whatever, but I wasn't and going up to Nashville and regularly. Box. And then Lee Tucker sends me wherever <laughs> he at and he was recorded, Dick down in Dallas. And he and I was like, this is going to blow the fuck up. And somehow I got to book him for making a week after it came out, like on uh, iTunes and shit. Yeah. And that crowd, I remember him kind of getting emotional. Like I remember he did a lot in
2: the beginning. He's just yeah. like, man, I couldn't get people to listen to anything I did. And it took ever. one. It took that song,
4: yeah. But I think that's what it's. I think that's what it, it, <coughs> it takes. though. I think you got to have either an all time great song to get people's attention, or you got to have a, like a gimmicky song that's just fun and everybody's gonna love it when it comes on because we all know. I th- what well, Matt McKinney wrote that with who.
3: Brandon and... and uh, Alex Drew, Maxwell was on Drew, no, Drew Trosclair, I think. Yeah. Alex
2: just produced it. Produced it, tracked yeah. it. Yeah.
4: But we know those guys. Those guys aren't... They're not dick down in Dallas. I, you I know? know, like, it's, it's a it's know, a that song. that
2: song was a joke, like they were playing around a fucking bonfire, like never thought it was going to yeah. be yeah. Yeah. anything it was, at all. Matt
5: McKinney was the brain's on it.
4: What's crazy, though, is that that's probably with all of y'all, as creative as y'all are, and everything else is like... It's probably going to be fucked up that it's something like that. That's gonna yeah. get people's attention, but you've got staying power because of everything else you've done once you get their attention. It takes the right like amount of
0: drugs. 30 videos I have saved of Justin Dukes being drunk that I put out. <laughs> that's uh, make it for it, him.
4: Justin Dukes will gain uh, probably two, 3,000 followers in 30 minutes on just fucking TikTok Just from that TikTok. picture you if had. I, on your if Facebook. I could post the videos of him last night, but he's like, no, don't do it. He thinks I'm just There's being funny, like embarrassing that. him, but I'm like, no, this guy's fun.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
4: Boy, I'm telling you, that one that I sent you this morning where Blaine's. I don't even place. know what you were talking about, but you were talking about like a soft 37 or something. A soft 37? It's in the fucking video. Yeah, it was
2: like somebody said like 37 fucking five or something. Yeah. I was like, what the hell does that mean? And then all of a sudden he was just like,
4: 39. 39, 39. It was like, what the fuck? But are you were we so about? dead ass fucking serious oh, when yeah. you said it. It was just like, this is the Justin Dukes I want the world to see.
3: <laughs> no.
5: Yeah. I wish everybody could see that camper shit. Yeah, uh,
0: dude. I'll tell you this. That was the it, show. That phone call that we're talking about with him and Skinny, yeah—that they, it got so awkward, me and
2: Mark even had to walk out.
1: <laughs>
0: That's saying something.
2: Yeah. First off, he was like, I'm a caller. And we're all like, nah. nah <laughs> oh, yeah. I was you like, you probably shouldn't do that on and then, my phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, I'm going to do it. And it was like, nah. And then finally, I was like, nah, you, you should do it. <laughs> <laughs> you should do it. Watch that, the world I'm burn. <laughs> so
0: I'm standing there and I'm like, hey, I'm just looking out for y'all. Love y'all. This is not a good idea. You should not do this. And Mark, without stopping, just says, You know what? He's a good friend. He's right, but y'all should do this.
1: <laughs>
4: That's what it's like. Uh, we just. But if it had got too bad, y'all have took the phone. We, hey, we yeah. took it, like... No, we walked out. We woke up and built bridges We yeah. woke up and made a and built
3: bridges this morning. <laughs>
4: I couldn't. My shit would have been burnt to the ground. If I'd have done that shit, it would have been horrible.
5: Actually, uh, Duke's, Duke's built the bridges. I still told her to go fuck herself today. So.
4: <laughs> Jesus.
2: Sometimes you gotta tell a bitch, to go fuck herself.
4: It ain't like it ain't been told to us. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Regularly. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, I don't even The oh, point I was here. trying to make with the, the dick down thing a while ago is the same way Trey he got acknowledgement for one thing, but he had a catalog of good shit to keep people to stay around and interested. Yep. I think that's the same thing with all of y'all. That's why I want to help everybody. Like, the more that this grows for me and where I've got more time to do other shit, I literally want to help my friends with their social media and stuff like that. And eventually, I'm going to charge, like, people I don't like to do the same thing. But with my buddies, it's like, let's do some shit, get you acknowledged. Because all honesty... Makes me look better if y'all are successful and I'm around y'all all all the time. If he's not just bringing a bunch of low life degenerates, yeah, he
2: goes to like, Man, I got these really cool artist friends, you've never heard of them,
4: yeah. (laughs) And then, and then when they go go look at your social media, they're like, I'm still not gonna know (laughs) this guy's got a masturbator song,
5: (laughs) they've got songs that are available nowhere, yeah,
4: yeah, Yeah. they're really good. This guy's got almost 2,000 followers, you mean you don't know any of them? Yeah, most of y'all have negative reviews on, like, fucking Spotify. I have a lot of negative reviews. SoundCloud, what are you talking about? <laughs> do you really have a lot of negative reviews?
2: I'm sure I do.
0: You've never
4: read them? No. Yeah, you don't need to start. I don't want to start the, reading. They're all
0: yeah. me complaining because you never answer me back when I
2: text you. That's probably it. Yeah, it's not about the song. This is Blaine again. <laughs> this is Blaine again. <laughs> You're a piece of shit. You didn't hit me back.
5: I got bad reviews, turn Yelp into help.
4: <laughs> what the fuck did he say? I <laughs> said,
5: I got so many bad reviews, I turn Yelp into help.
1: <laughs> Jesus.
4: Uh, but I want to keep doing stuff like this. I want us to all, <laughs> really. My idea is I want to buck the system when it comes to uh, like putting a song out. I know this is gonna sound crazy as fuck, but like I just think that there's a lot of people that have their own teams, and they push, they push the fuck out of each other. They help each other, have a common goal for it. To where, hey, you might not even fucking need a publishing deal. You might not need a record deal. I like the thought of an independent artist anyway, like doing shit their way. And you make all the money, on and your being own. authentic and everything. And it's like, damn, we got enough folks with all of us that have, I think I'm the oldest of everybody. But yeah, you fucking old. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> bitch, you look way older than me. <laughs> you might be younger. You might be younger, but you look did way you older. Than hey, look can older,
0: I right? go on record and say he makes fun of your looks a lot, but y'all look like y'all could be brothers? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
4: I know we did. That's why. It's like looking in a mirror. Know, I mean, just, it just it the fucking crazy. mirror was cracked a lot. <laughs> just like me and Blaine
5: out. look like we're brothers. You look like me. Yeah, well, yeah we definitely a bad look.
4: But The first time
0: I saw you, I was like, damn, that's me.
2: I look like Josh pre and <laughs> oh, oh shit baby, I can see. Yeah, we're pretty similar. We're pretty similar.
4: But I I kind of want to do this thing. You good looking and like nobody. I don't think there probably is somebody that's there done it, and I just don't know them. <laughs> and it might not be like a new idea, but I think that all of us together and some other people, we could build a team to where like when Mark's got a song coming out next month, the 29th. So you, like everybody focused for a couple weeks on sharing. His stuff, pushing that song, and then it's like, hey, when Dukes has got one coming out, they do the same damn thing. Because all social media is, you can break it to where it's where, hey.
2: It counts as shares if you're sharing them to your friends. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't too.
4: matter. You can make something trendy and you can get some something from it if you just have like a, a serious fucking group of people that are all pushing it together. Like it'll break the fucking algorithm. And there's a lot of fucking people out there that are just, and every one of y'all know them, that are just not that talented, but they already have a following. So, like, if you add all our shit together, we got a following. We, we sure. got to where when somebody instantly drops something, we can make it to where it makes a difference.
2: Good point. Yeah.
4: So, like, that's where I'm I'm sitting at right now because I want to, like, with raising, me when you get all this worked out and you're yeah.
2: ready to do it, and I'll just, I'll be, well, I'll, you're probably I'll gonna be, you share you're, my shit.
4: You're probably going to be my test dummy <laughs> next month. <laughs> So it's uh, a numbers I don't game. want to do
2: any of the work, but I'll, let me know when you get it. Obviously. To <laughs> uh, that's no, no, no one thought
4: that you did, bud. We were going to make your part easy. You just show up and sing. What's the Theo Vaughn joke where he's
0: like, you know, the guy at lunch at work, and you look, go past him, and he's like, hey, buddy, can you? Never
4: mind. I'll see you after lunch, dude. Yeah, you ain't doing shit. <laughs> I think you're just missing because now, to me, and y'all, y'all have a better insight than most of the stuff, I don't think you need a deal. I think you know, that if you have uh, a, a social media presence and you have a group of people, if you have
2: a plugger or you, ha- sorry, if yeah. you have a plugger or like somebody that can fucking get your music like out there and get you playing shows, yeah. that's really all you need to pay. And like once you have that done, you'll get the you'll get the cuts. You're out there doing the work, trying to do the rights anyway. you got to meet so, the artists and get that shit going. So I
0: just gotta buy a plug. Butt <laughs> plug. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get. You probably
2: a, already butt, got that. One. You gotta hire a plugger, so you gotta buy the butt plug, and then somebody like Josh has gotta <laughs> be the one plugging. It. Okay.
4: You really reach so that one This is, sounds too hands-on. It sounds
5: like the music industry,
4: but no, I don't really.
2: Who's <laughs> getting fucked No, away. it does,
4: but <laughs> it, okay. So like, if you would have took, let's just use this one for example. If you would have took Dick Down in Dallas yeah, to any fucking, any single uh publishing company or to whoever, what would they have done? I told they you, have you to
2: fuck off. They would have laughed in your fucking they face, They would have laughed in right? your face, told you to fuck off. Yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah, how many of those songs do we know that are out there right now? Even some that y'all wrote that they're gonna. Be, oh, this isn't good. People aren't gonna get it. Yeah. But the one thing I think that they miss a lot is we're still the fucking audience. Like yeah. we we know what's good. It's I delivery we see too. What, a lot
2: of, a lot of people... it's just delivery and being able to do it live and like how it how it reacts to people when they see or like they see you play yeah. versus like if you put it out, it's obviously gonna get a different reaction. Yeah. Just people cold listening
4: because you know, we see the actual up. live engagement in yeah. person mm. well I think I think that they're still focused on the old school set old school <coughs> mindset where it's got to get on radio to be fucking successful Does yeah it? no, yeah. And that, Does, that, co- has Cody Witzler ever had a fucking song on radio mm. how long did it take so. fucking yeah, Cody Johnson oh, yeah. to, to get
2: multiple on. years yeah.
5: yeah him and Ella had one on country radio for a while
4: Well, yeah that oh, one yeah, but that's not what blew him up No, Everything that blew him up So if you treat yourself like you're going to be an independent artist See this is where like my train of thought Because I'm not in y'all's field I'm on the other side of it Instead of treating it like hey I want a record deal And you look at it like I want to build my my social media platform And I want to build it to where I'm my own marketing company That when I release something I can release exactly what I want to How I want to I don't have to go through a single fucking person And you do it your damn way To where you cut out everybody else you cut out these people that are going to have their hand in your damn pocket. Regardless, they're going to wait until you have something that they think is different. But all your other shit's probably different. I like guess not like anything else. So why not approach it as I want to be an independent artist instead of saying, "Hey, I want a record deal."
2: That's like uh, that's almost exactly what Cody did with uh, yeah. uh, what he was doing. He was killing it, playing shows, like being able to play the rodeos and anything big he wanted to. But it was like that was the only reason he did that deal. Was because yeah. it was like the last little bit. It was like, oh, they were gonna give him that push to radio and get him like doing arena things and out there and At, just everything yeah. was gonna some be big. At
5: point, the when point. you get to that level, ninety percent of your artists have to rely on Nashville resources. So yeah. a lot of them, that's why they eventually come there. Like Cody Johnson, even Jinx and some of those guys, whiskey Myers, they all yeah. use resources out of Nashville. Out of Nashville, because once they you get to have a certain time point, to write their songs. yeah, once mm-hmm. you, yeah, once you get to uh, to a certain point. You're at such a high demand that you're going to be needing different management. You're yeah. going to be yeah. needing different, you know, I agencies. You're going to be needing all the resources the Nashville has to offer. And I just kind of always look at record label. The best way to describe it, it's a bank.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
5: If you don't have the money to promote yourself, you can go to a label like a loan and get a
2: it's all it of Money.
5: It's all it is. It's, it's a bank. You every- get that money. Put, put yourself, or you could be like these guys. Like Cody Johnson and Jinx, they built themselves for 10 years and then came with a status yeah. to go right in and use well, the resources that the labels have.
4: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's side exactly – instead to. of setting out to like, hey, right now I want a record deal. Yeah. Right now I want a publishing deal. You build it if, up so it's better if you, when you Yeah, if you go ahead and do it the way that most of the guys that he just said did, mm-hmm. then they're going to come a-knocking and and eventually, but you'll be all right regardless if they do or not.
2: That's exactly. like the, the that's all a publishing deal and any of that shit is anyways. Like you said, it's yeah, long. So turn down you know, your you, first you four think, offers. You think you're getting just oh man, I'm finally there. I'm going to get a publishing deal and they're going to offer you twenty to thirty grand a year. You mm. could probably take a bigger draw if you wanted to, but that's all money yeah. that you fucking owe them, and so that's recoupable. Like once you get a cut or something, if they put that in, There's every bit of money goes back to paying that shit off until you're done and then you get like pennies on the dollar afterwards if you keep making yeah, yeah. otherwise everybody will just be at a company for three eight, years they don't get row. shit and their deals up so they go sign with another company and now that company owns the rights to the new songs they keep writing but yeah. they never really pay off the old company unless one of those songs works
4: yeah right. that's why i think this sit- is like and once again it's outsider so probably half the shit i'm gonna say is wrong or already fucking happening i think that you can break the system i think that you can remake it it's already being broken yeah,
6: that's a great part. It's already kind of get. Blown. I think yeah. there's opportunities at, for an artist, for the songwriters, for guys like me that are strictly writers. Yeah, you know, I'm at 57 cuts, independent cuts, and I'll just tell you that, I mean, off a million streams last year, I made a hundred dollars. Yeah, don't you can't. Great, you well, can't yeah. live off of this. Well, here, there, you there's can do not the
2: shows a, once you get the cuts and charge more money yeah, And, and that does, and do but
6: there's still not opportunities for guys. <laughs> like me that are still songwriters yeah. who go out and play for 3000 people and get paid for that. Yeah. You See know, so it's it's just not fathomable for the songwriter. The the labels and and the management companies are still making their money, mm-hmm. but the writers are getting paid a little over a tenth of a penny for every string. Yeah. You know, and that it's it's not fathomable. The only way as a writer that you're knocking down money and it's not even much compared to what it used to be is is top 5 on radio when you break top 5 yeah. there's money there. But you got or sync opportunities. I mean, there's still the money in sync, yeah. Like that, yeah. But. but it's it's just not. I've I've pretty well given up the, up the idea that I'm ever gonna strictly make it on songwriting alone. Yeah. I, I figure I'm always gonna have to have some kind of job somewhere, because I mean, from a standpoint of where I wanted to be as a songwriter, getting cuts and having an artist that I believe in cut them, I'm there. I'm where I wanted to be. The numbers are good, yeah. but I'm well, not you seeing just a There's a whole other
2: thing, too. You could yeah. write a fucking great song that you're like, this is this is going to be a huge number one for this person or whatever, and then somebody else picks it up because it just went into La La Songland, and then that publisher sent it to somebody that you didn't well, want to cut it.
4: Well, see, here's my idea with that, though. I think that especially with, like, some younger guys that don't have anything, maybe they're not even in Nashville yet. The dickhead right here is not technically in Nashville. No, but, like... Sorry. We're in Alabama. Skinny, he, he's obviously... So it doesn't really apply to him. But let's say you take, like, somebody like... I'm just going to say Cole Goodwin. Cole Goodwin gets a lot of good numbers on his videos. If you were to write something that you know is just fucking it. Like, it's just a damn... It's a great song. I know there's already, like, percentages and stuff you give. Tiny people wrote the song and all this kind of shit or whatever. If you approach somebody like Cole Goodwin, and you're like, hey, I'm going to give you writer's credit on this song or whatever if you release this on social media but by releasing it on social media like on tiktok if you're part of like the beta program or whatever it is or anything you get paid for your views and all that kind of shit right so and okay. instagram I, I get paid yeah that's why i be making shit that's more than a minute long if you make something that's more than a minute long and you're part of the beta program you get paid good so like with a song most songs are obviously going to be more than a fucking minute long yeah So you go into a conversation with Cole, or just like I said, using him as an example, and you say, hey, I know that you didn't have nothing to do with writing this or whatever, but if you like it and we make a video, uh, you'll make a video and you'll put it out. You'll get this percentage of it, um, 25% or whatever. You make the video, and then we'll split the earnings from the video to where you're still getting paid, By and you get to pick the artist you want to work with. So, like, it's going to get coldest really Like, anytime he does anything that's worth a shit, it gets at least a couple hundred thousand views. Now, if you coincide that with that song actually being released on iTunes the same week or a day or two away, you're going to get paid from your YouTube videos and your TikTok videos, not necessarily iTunes. But if they've only heard a minute of the song, they're definitely going to go fucking download it yeah. and stream it. So, if you pick and choose who you work with, you got to give them something. But the same thing that you're probably paying a publishing company or whoever for, you're paying it artist to artist. Yeah. To where you're going to get a lot of attention from this, and then long as Cole or whoever, David too, as long as they put, hey, this was wrote by in the comment section, they're going to people are going to go follow you and all that kind of shit, and then you're going to get other songwriters or other singers is like reaching out to you then. If you build it in a way that everybody shares the stuff together, everybody's promoting it together, everybody's doing the shit to make it trend, then it's a way for everybody to capitalize off of. I think people are missing out on that opportunity. I think if you work. Are. I think if you're doing it artist to artist and you're saying, hey, fuck everybody else. Let's be the ones that make the money. Let's Depends be the ones.
2: On the, the artists, too, though. Like, I'm, I've had artists where, yeah. like, when uh, when that masturbator shit blew up on TikTok, yeah. or at the time it was like. I learned that from another chick that was really big on TikTok and she was trying to do the same thing. She's like, Why don't you, if every time you comment on somebody's video, like it helps and like provide yeah. all your comments so she would share and do anything that I did, but I was doing one, two videos, you know, maybe three a week, and she's doing seventeen a day. Yeah. And I'm not gonna fucking reshare seventeen videos a yeah. day. I'm gonna be on my phone for two hours just doing that. Yeah. And so that was where like things like that got hard into it. And now TikTok's got all that other extra shit there going on, like where with, like, Universal and all this stuff, so yeah. they're, like, pulling all the music off there and not letting them do and that. What, and that's what... That's going to be such what's, a pain in the ass for other people. Like, if you write it with somebody who's at Universal or that artist is there, like, you can't get it on. Yeah, but on what's the
4: flip that. side of that, though? The flip side of that is... TikTok's probably going to make a
2: record label. No. <laughs> the
4: flip side of that is if they're pulling all this music, people still need music. True. If you're putting it out, like, that's the thing. like that I think that's a good deal like for people like y'all that are independent artists to where people are going to be looking for stuff to keep doing the same TikToks and the same trendy shit as before. They've cut out a whole big piece of it with the universal shit or whatever it is now. There's still going to be stuff, people on there, it's like, oh, hey, I need this for my content because I'm a a brand ambassador and I have to make 17 videos a day.
1: Yeah.
4: So like if you go about it in a different way than I think most people think, I'm probably fucking myself by saying this all on here, uh, but I think yeah. everybody your ideas Yeah oh, There's a lot more There's a lot more uh, But I think like Let's just To simplify If we had a group chat Of 20 fucking people Just 20 It could be more It could be less But You dropping this song March the 19th Or 29th If it was where In that group chat We said Hey And it can't be like The rest of our group chats Where it's a bunch of bullshit <laughs> Like it's literally The work group chat To where Hey Mark has this song Coming out tomorrow Everybody in here, like, share, repost, comment. Everybody. Same time, right when the video comes out. If you do that right when the videos come out, it'll blow up. If you got twenty people. Okay. But you'd have to do it to where when Justin Dukes had a song coming out two weeks later, you had to do the same thing. It's almost like the fucking honor system. Yeah. Like if they're gonna do it for you, you better do it for them. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, you could you could break the fucking system. You could break it. And make it exactly what you want to. And you get a couple of, just like Alyssa Hale's coming here in a few minutes. She's got a huge social media following. She likes everybody that we go around. She loved you at New Year's and everything. Sure. It's like, hey, she is part of it to where we do the same thing for her. And we're like, will you please, when you know this song comes out, make a video, whatever. And more than likely, if you're going to do it for her, she's going to do it for you. Yeah, absolutely. Like yeah. you get good people, not this just anybody folks that actually are more about let's build something together. Because to me, if I get super successful and my buddies aren't, it's not that fucking fun to me. Yeah,
3: then you're just paying for everything. Yeah, I really don't want to
4: pay for none (laughs) of your shit.
3: Yeah, back when I used to hit Instagram hot and heavy about, I don't know, seven years ago, I mean, I went from like 2,000 followers to where I'm at now, 14, but we had this thing like a boost group. And like every time somebody would post, they would like – send an emoji in this group and then everybody would go to their page, like it, you know, write a comment, do, do all the kind of things. And it really helped. No hits used to kind of be like that. Now it's just a lot of people talking
2: shit. Yeah. yeah.
4: But also too, you got to find like, I'm all about being super realistic about this part. I've made jokes about people that I don't think that can sing and just need to stop and that kind of shit before them. I can say that shit because I can't sing. And I can't do nothing like that? Yeah, no shit. (laughs) But, like, if you have a group of people that actually care about each other and it's like, hey, even if you're not in on this right, this song fits you perfect. Like, this is you. This will be way more successful for you than it was for me. You, like, talk to them about it, and mainly probably for the first little while of doing this, you'd want to pick people that had bigger social media followings so it helps all the way around. But you push those songs, even if you think it would be great if you sung it. You know, there's the sad thing is, every one of y'all have wrote a fucking great song that hasn't got acknowledgement. Savannah is one of my fucking best songs. If there was ever a song, our favorite songs, if I ever thought somebody was going to blow up off a fucking song, it would have been Savannah. It's nice. I wasn't a writer on that. It doesn't matter, you sung it. No, but I'm saying that's like what you said, they wrote yeah. that song, yeah. and I begged them until they got tired of me asking. Yeah. yeah, so I think if you put it not in the right hands, because you sing that song better, and I fucking think, anybody could sing that song but you get that song some acknowledgement by somebody else it's got to come back around so and i'll say
0: this the only part about that i see what you're saying and i completely get it the only problem that comes in a problem is being an individual artist like me yeah. i fund my campaigns i fund yeah. my everything like it's usually like a hundred percent me occasionally i'll get someone to help throw a few hundred dollars here or there but yeah it's usually me and for song not even counting advertisements and stuff, just for me to go from uh, you know, getting a song recorded and getting it out, you're looking at easy fifteen hundred to two grand. And that's not counting uh, the content, uh, the photo
2: shoot, yeah. everything else, the fucking cover photo. Yeah. Trying to get you're it on certain playlists, it on playlists and getting people
0: to help you spread yeah. it out. Like it gets expensive. Savannah, I probably put I bet I put close to over four thousand dollars in Savannah alone. And it's for me what I do like, my livelihood, that's a lot of money. It ain't yeah. a lot of money to some people for somebody like me that hasn't had a, anything come, you know, that way. And
2: that's all you made in the last two months.
0: Yeah, no, really. Like, yeah. it, it, it gets to, to a point where it... So, yeah, you want to cut your friend's songs and you want to do stuff, and you, you know, especially if you love the song. But there's also that thing where it's like, I can't afford... To cut everyone's song that I
4: like. No 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 no, no I, yeah, I'm but, not talking about you paying for them. No no to cut like, it. and
0: I'm just talking about like as an artist's mind. Yeah. So like you, you really want to cut stuff that you were a part of a writer on because for one, if you were a part of a writer on it, it meant something to you. Like you had some say into it. But it's like it gets expensive. Mm-hmm. And that's like you're trying to plan like for me at least, I, maybe I'm just it's just me, maybe it's just my broke ass, but <laughs> you you plan like the year ahead. It's like all right, this year I'm putting out these three songs and next year what am I gonna be able to afford? What can I do? Like it's like you you got more songs than you can think that you can afford to put out, yeah. you know. Yeah. And that's where it gets tough. It's like, I, I want to put all their stuff out, you know, but you got to pick and choose.
5: And that's when the labels get enticing because that's kind of where they step in and help you, you know, go from, you know, I like put three singles out in a year to putting three singles out within three months, mm-hmm. you know. And so that's where
0: it gets. But it, it'll never be enticing to me because I've been doing this, you know, for a long time. I've been doing this most of my life, you know, playing music right. and writing stuff, and it's like, I don't want no one to own me. I don't want no one yeah. to own my stuff or my buddy's stuff. Yeah. And man. it's like, it, it, if it happens, it happens. If if my purpose is to give someone else a catapult, right? To uh, some younger guy coming up and be like, hey man, there's ways, there's ways to do this, or you should be looking at it this angle, or listen to these guys and try to like put that in your music, you know? Then then if that's what it's about, that's what it's about. It's not always about me, you know. Well, look at it like this:
4: out. if you already know. That you're only going to put out so many songs throughout a year. Let's just say five. I'll we'll do ten. Ten probably makes more sense. Ten shit ton. Yeah. <laughs> well, just I'm just thinking of it from a, yeah. a bigger scale. If you wanted, if you had ten songs that you think you could put out through the year, and you took two of those songs, and instead of you recording them, you let someone on social media push the stuff for you. Those songs, and the money that they make from their social media funds you recording the rest the other eight songs throughout the year. Wouldn't that be beneficial, though?
0: I don't think I'm catching what you're saying. Okay.
4: When you have the stuff like on YouTube or TikTok or whatever, it gets yeah. paid per view. Okay. Okay. You take one of those songs out of the ten, and you let somebody that's going to blow that video up to get a couple million views on it or whatever, and they make four or $5,000 off of that. If you let them do that and the reason why they're getting those views is because of your song, and then they have to give you part of the money that was made off of that, that would fund the rest of your songs for the year. Yeah, I don't know how that works as far as like percentage wise, but I just feel like it well, wouldn't that, it wouldn't it'd be a help, but I don't think it'd be enough to really like you'd be surprised. Well, that's what I'm saying, like a, artist to artist agreement to yeah. where you're like I mean it's like I said, once again, trust system or whatever. Like, you and Mark do something together. Mark puts something out. It gets 10 million views, and he makes $8,000 off of it. It shows what you make every month, all the shit or whatever. Mark's like, hey, you let me cut your song to where I had good content, grew my following, and everything else. He gets to keep 25% of it. You get to keep 75% of it. Gotcha. I mean, it's 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 basically just like taking points off of the master. Yeah.
2: Like like, how bigger writers will do it. Yeah.
4: See, I think if you do that and you pick the artist that you work with, You pick and choose. And even if they never even cut that song, it gets you acknowledgement. It gets them content. Like, you can make some people that have, like, these big-ass followings or whatever look way better because they they can't write. Some of them can't. If you reach out to them and you're like, hey, this is what I want to do, or you let, like, all of us together reach out to them and be like, hey, look, no disrespect, but I've got a song that's better than what you've wrote. Like, this right here is a killer. It'll blow up for you. I want to eventually to record it, but if you want to make yourself sound really good, put this out on social media. And a lot of people, that's the thing, a lot of them are looking for content like that to say that they're a part of what you did that's different, that's a game changer that's better. They'll do it. And if you do it that way, they're literally going to be funding the rest of your songs throughout the year. I guess the
2: hard part with that is because... If I'm gathering what you're saying, right, that the people that you're talking about that would be that would be beneficial to do that with yeah. would be people that would be higher up than we are, obviously with a good social media following. But once they get to anything like where they're the kind of people that like sign their record deals and shit, they have well, no say. Well, in you still so you still, still no want eventually what, I, like, yeah, what I'm what I'm talking
4: sure. about is you still eventually want that record deal at the end. Yeah, yeah. Like you, because st- there are stuff that they can do for you that nobody else can. But, if you go about it a different way than I think a lot of people have, you're setting yourself up for success until that happens instead of hoping now that the record deal happens tomorrow, like you're making yourself more valuable to those record companies like you're 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 building all your shit up to where it's way better in my opinion, it might not be, but I think if you go about doing it that way, you can make a way bigger splash earlier than later on and you have more de-
5: negotiating leverage, yeah.
3: Yeah. Then you have something
4: to bring to the table. Yeah. Didn't Cody Johnson, I mean, he waited until he got the fucking deal he wanted. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. So they gave him exactly he what he wanted.
5: His he, own deal. He, he only wanted to sign with one label. Yeah. And he went to that label and bombarded them until they signed him. Yeah. That's how they went.
4: See, that's what I want for you guys. I want you guys to be able to set your own market. And I think you can. I think if you do it in a way to where you are already a brand – doesn't matter how talented or whatever. If you're already a brand when you come to them, it's over with. Like you'll be able to get whatever fuck you want. Yeah. I mean, how all y'all been in Nashville way longer than what the fuck I get to, but that's literally what I've heard from everybody. As soon as they get to town or whatever, it's hey, I want a record deal. I'm here to get a record deal. I don't think you're supposed to have that mindset. I think you're supposed to be there and build a brand. That fucking TV show sure made it look real easy. All you had to do was walk into the goddamn Bluebird one day, and you were going to get found, and you are going to have a deal the next week. How quick did that end for you?
2: (laughs) About two days in.
4: (laughs) (laughs) What I'm saying, if they're going to treat it like a business now instead of just a who's the most talented, Mm -hmm. fucking combat it.
3: Well, the days of a label establishing an artist... Emerging and artists are over with. You yeah. got to have a platform. You got to have a product. You got to have something already built, and then you go to the label. The label <sighs> reaches out, says, "Hey, we see what you built. If you sign this piece of paper, we can make it even bigger." Yeah.
5: yeah. And my thing is, the best mindset I ever put myself when I moved to Nashville. I've only been there for two years, but when I came there, everybody keeps telling you it's a ten-year town, which I don't necessarily believe, but that was like that's a great thing for me I'm 22 years old I've got 10 years for this shit's gonna happen so I got some time I don't know anybody let me just go out and make some friends and see what happens you know and and just start kind of getting my friend base built and start building a place where I'm gonna be here for a while and I feel like that by going about it that way and not using any business or any competitive Mm -hmm. mindset whatsoever I feel like just by gaining great friends and loyal friends and people that you love like family I feel like that Help me business-wise, and that wasn't even the goal.
4: I give you a lot of shit, but I 100% agree with you. Like, you actually, the way that you go about doing shit is the way that I'm talking about doing it on social media. 100%. Yeah, you do it. Yeah. The, like, the, ever since I've been around you the first time, one thing that, it, I don't know why it irks me so fucking bad, <laughs> but I can't stand when I'm at Red Door or where the fuck I'm at in Nashville, and people talk about sh- just literally writing a song... Or the industry, or whatever, the whole fucking time. I've literally never heard Skinny walk up to a single fucking person and talk about writing a song, an yeah, idea for a song. A red door.
2: That's fucking not a yeah. Way that's we like, would ever do that.
4: But like, I like the fact the way that you do stuff, and what I'm trying to do, or what I want everybody to kind of do together, is that, but through social media, there's a time
5: man. and place for it. And that conversation you make the connections and the friends. Yeah, a conversation will get brought up with the people that you love and, be, and, and bond with. And I have a friendship with. That'll come down the road. Like, songs yeah. are going to get written, shows are going to get played, all that's going to be. But friendships in don't get made every people day. People so if you're, you're to make a friendship friends. with somebody, yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah.
6: I mean, I can say that any cut I've ever had, has, except for a few now, because I think that over time a reputation does build where they're like, oh, he, he writes good songs yeah. or whatever. But, I mean, it's just like, you know, with, with Blaine, I didn't know Blaine well before 2020 – Probably in that time frame, but Dukes has been my brother for years. He's my best friend. Well, then Dukes introduces me to Blaine, and me and Blaine become great buddies, and I knew you from back in the day. And um, any, any cut I've ever had or any type of success or whatever you want to call that has come because of relationships. Absolutely. It's not because someone thinks you're the greatest freaking songwriter ever or something like mm-hmm. that. It's been because we found a group, and we worked throughout that group together and created a foundation. Now, when we moved to Nashville, I moved to Nashville in 2014. 2014 Nashville is completely different from the days of oh, Nashville. Yeah. In, th- in those days in Nashville, to get a writer's round at 8 o'clock was a big damn deal. Mm-hmm. And you had to go and you had to prove and you had to show that you were growing in your riding and you had to play the open mic circuit. and. You know i didn't know how to write a song at 19 i thought i did but i didn't you come here with a bunch you think they're real good right. and then you're like damn and I'm i can i can i can, remember, Small town I can remember two yeah. songs that i wrote from that time yeah and we're talking 1500 songs later you know um those days though were built more off of handshakes getting to know people who's you walk writing? into revival who you do th- meet the guy right. that runs it and you go like oh who do they later, write with play yeah. who do they work with what are they like? Where, th- where can they get better? And social media comes around. This is my problem with social media. This is where I have a problem with it. It's taken away from the art of music. Because you get someone, you get a 17-year-old. I'm not saying any names. I'm not thinking of anybody specific. But you got a 17-year-old that sang a song in their mom's bathtub that came out 27 years ago. Yeah. They get 17 million views off of it. And the guy down at Live Oak that's got more talent than that person has in their pinky finger gets 100%. shorted because yeah. they are playing to a hundred people in a bar when that person in has their, never played a show in their life and got a deal all. off of one song. And,
3: and well, they're also not getting filled by their algorithm. mom
0: in a bathtub at seventeen years old.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> the fuck up. What were you saying, Justin? <laughs> and it's all because of the algorithm. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, like, it's not talent-based. I went remember, through that, exactly
2: that we were talking that about.
4: That is why, that's why I want to do the shit I'm talking about because it's not talent-based. Yeah. You have to learn how to fuck the system. Like You, you have and to learn how that. to combat it.
6: And publishing deals, I, I know we've all had meetings here, but I haven't met anyone that's signing a publishing deal right now that hasn't already had some kind of success driven behind them because the truth is, like you said, it's a bank loan. So mm-hmm. let's just think it from that standpoint. If I'm a publisher and I'm about to invest $100,000 in you over the next three or four years, why would I give that to you if you don't already have financial money success coming in from your music yeah. Yeah. to pay of. me back? exactly. Very unheard of. They're the not going to go too deep. They're yeah. not going to get too right. upside that's down. Where th- that's when radio tours and management and artists growing used to matter. Where mm-hmm. it doesn't now. No. Yeah, that's what's crazy. Point. about they—they're they're right. not going to invest money in you mm-hmm. if you don't have the money to pay exactly. Them back. Exactly. The best, social. No, go ahead. Yeah.
5: The best advice I've ever been given about a publishing deal is you never want your draw to add up over a hundred grand in your first two mm-hmm. options. No. Options. Because if it gets up, if it gets that upside down, there's no Thanks way so. you're going to be able. You're to not getting out of it. That. Well. You're, not, you're never going to get out of it, and they're going to drop you after and your
3: second f- option and my or thing your first is, option. My thing is too, like you were saying, if you really even need a pub or publisher deal or a record deal, my thing is, I got people right now that are my close friends, and they are signed with the biggest publisher company in the world, and they they just hate it because they're not even doing anything for them. Like the songwriter is getting the cuts. From himself yeah, like that's, himself. With the and doing that's the work. why joint ventures are becoming the new thing exactly. you know, yeah.
5: because you got a point person you've got a team that's working yeah. on top of being with the big publisher also has the resources and the perks it's of a okay. big publisher but you still have a small everyday go-to right. team yeah I've, I've
3: talked to several of them they're like well damn you know if that's yeah. the case then I should, just, I should, I should just hire somebody to run my calendar and just keep my publishing. It's like do you, you know, know? You, do
2: yeah. you know John Craft. Uh, I think yeah. I, I think he was telling me that's how that's how he like worked his deal out. Oh. Whatever he like, he knew yeah, Taylor man. Phillips, and he's got a really successful construction business. So he was just like, hey, if I give you like some money and whatever, and like he ended up making like a joint venture between Taylor and like uh, Warner, and that's how he got his deal there. Like it's, yeah, yeah. a lot of it's just being able to finagle that shit in. Oh.
5: And I know some in people, riders that stay independent, and they hire somebody to book their schedules. And they hire hire you need
4: a plugger yeah, and you need I'm a saying. fucking. Yeah. Any of y'all have a mic stand? I, I brought one. No. Yeah, has got one. You still um, have mine, don't you? You were talking about the, <laughs> the <laughs> house, yeah? The social that's yours. I didn't realize too. that was yours. Now
2: I, I had a show with a listener. I mean, a while I'll get back. it. Wherever. We ended up. Uh, I'll bring it next time I come to Nashville. Yeah. I I'm whatever. not gonna name names, but he was a guy that blew up on TikTok, one and. Uh, Got asked to play in a round because uh, he had some record label coming out uh, to watch him and whatnot, and he'd blown up on TikTok real big. And so it was like, all right, cool. We got him in that round with us. And when I walked into the green, is it not rolling anymore? It's rolling. It's rolling. I just know the story you're talking about because <laughs> yeah, I've told what, you. Yeah, yeah, Well, Nikki told me. Oh, Nikki told you too. Yeah. Yeah. This kid was in the green room, just panicked. And like, I mean, he's fucking gray. And I'm like, you, you good? And he I was, he's like. I'm just a little nervous. And I was like, it's just the listening room, man. It's going to be all right. Like, you'll you'll be with us. You know, we'll just joke with the crowd, make some fucking jokes. They're going to have a good time. We're going to be fine. Like, let's go do a shot. Got him a shot. And then he came back in the room, and he's still nervous. And I was like, man, it's going to be all right. And he's like, I've never played. And I was like, again, it's... Wow. It's a, it's a listening room. He goes, no, I've never played in front of people in his life. And that, that's crazy. And his first show was Nicky, picking up a fucking guitar, playing a song room, that was almost number one at that time. Nikki told never me th- played.
4: he told me that story on the show. is Bailey right? Yeah, yeah. Nikki, t- he he t- says who it is on the show. Oh. By the way, it's the only reason I'm saying it now. Yeah, but it was it was wild to watch. He was so nervous. And the listening just
2: like, room. You've and, never played ever, and it, you're getting thrown was, to the fire. And when right when you moved now? to
6: Nashville. Like in the era That's we a did, big the listening venue. Yeah. room is the it, biggest it took songwriter me five venue. five years yeah. to
2: get my first round there, and yeah. when I played in that round, I didn't have enough songs to make it through that. That I thought were good enough to hold up with the round. It was at the old one, yeah. one that was at awful of, like second, mm-hmm. and
5: yeah, see, I've never played those. It one.
2: was like they had they had a and wall there. Everybody that ever played it yeah. signed. The, the and listening room is you know, the best place. But to it's play it's, that it's I've a great heard. venue.
6: It's right. just it was yeah. so hard to get into. It's in it, the Nashville. Industry and, and that's the thing too is like there's the outside world and there's the industry there's music row and and the reputation from that but the listening room is the place well, dude yeah. I've played there I mean,
2: I've played the bluebird I've yeah. played so many places and honestly bluebird's a great venue I'm not I'm not talking any any down on them at all but like compared to like you, you go do the listening room and it's like it's a bigger area you're you're making more off the door which you don't make money at writers rounds like really ever. And then you go to the Bluebird, you make a little less money, but it's still the iconic thing and it's going to sell out every time. Yeah. So you're like, "Hell yeah." That's but you're you're your sitting list. below people. Like you're in the center of the room, so unlike being above, I still have been there. You're yet. lower than everybody and it's just an awkward feeling. The sound kind of vibrates in just a different way, like off of the room. And so it just doesn't sound the same. It's like a like live oak sounds just insane because of the system they have in there compared to that place, but it's still like an like, iconic venue to be at.
4: Yeah. Well, We're about to end this, but uh, because we got to go set up for the actual show tonight. This is probably one of the most depressing podcasts. It got sad. We started off really funny. And you can actually see, I I shit you not, you can see like the levels of everybody. It went from really fucking happy to all of a sudden like we. It's also going to be
0: your views. There's not there. <laughs> I don't, I don't your You're they're gonna listen. They're <laughs> going to listen the first
4: thirty minutes. They're going to be like they're going to listen the first Michael thirty minutes and be hooked anyway. Going, like, maybe they got the fucking funny later. I get
0: uh, I get like though. text messages yeah, from people like, that like I grew up with and stuff all. that watch your show and they're like, oh, you were on this podcast. Like, how do you know him? And like they're freaking out.
4: And I'm like, Josh. Yeah. What's funny? What What's really fucking funny is this week. Breanne Young texts me
2: I haven't heard that name In a long, I long time Breanne I Young. love Breanne Young She's
4: one of my Favoriteest fucking just People and songwriters Singers there is uh, She texted me this week And I guess she either Went on a date With a girl I don't remember What the hell it was But the girl Literally was like I saw on your social media That you and Josh Terry Are friends And Breanne was like That piece of shit <laughs> Like And she was like No Like I listened to his show And she was like I didn't know that. Like, she messaged me. She's like, "I didn't know you had a big show. I was just hanging out with you because we're friends." <laughs> she's like, "This girl literally thought I was so fucking cool because I was hanging out with you." I did. I don't like. I think that any time that y'all have met somebody like this, or I've met somebody like this, it's such a turn off that if if they are successful, they act successful. I like I like trash people, or I like people that's humble and not even trash. Just normal people. Well, yeah, people just don't care. Like, I would rather be able to do this right here and have the same amount of people to listen to this than somebody who has no talent, but they have 10 million followers on social media do a show and have no depth and have no nothing. That That's why I love the songwriters the way I do. Because I feel like I'm you in the fact that I'll probably never get the recognition that I want. But, like, I know I got more to offer. No, the beard and, like that. Yeah, no shit. I got more to offer as far as my views and everything else compared to somebody else. And that's got to be what y'all feel most of the time when you know that you wrote something that is special. And it's just, I'm not this guy, so nobody's going to fucking listen. It brings
2: you down a little bit, but like yeah. that's, that's definitely one of those things that you get over over time. There's, you'll, you'll go through those times in town where you're like getting down on yourself. Like, fuck, how that person is not good. How are they doing something? Oh, or That's a roller coaster ride. It and is. then all of a sudden, like, you do some shit and it's just like, it doesn't really matter. I'm here to do this. Everybody's yep. on a different fucking That's path. It. And you just got to be happy that you're literally like doing I'm not, what you love to I'm do. not working on a fucking ambulance anymore. I mean, I am yeah. sometimes, but I'm not doing it every day trying to fucking want to kill myself. Well, you know, I th- I'm, th- I'm, th- I'm
4: doing what I like to do. I think, even like, in your case. When you tell your story and you talk about, like, what you just said, it's real, it resonates, it's got staying power. To where some people, if you just did something trendy and you got noticed, you don't have something that's going to attach on to other people because they, yeah. they don't know how to feel about that. Like, they don't have any kind of connection to them. To where, like, it's Jared's story, Blaine, your Skinny's, Justin's. If you do it in the right way and you build a fan one time, they're going to always be. They're always going to be a listener. They're always going to be a lover of your stuff to where these other folks, it's not that they're a flash in the pan because they're talented, but they didn't have to grind. They didn't have to work their ass off to get to where they're at, and I think a lot of those folks just fall Absolutely. off. You're going to
2: have bad shows, like, and you're going to have to learn how to yeah. deal with that. Like, They're not all going to go great. Yeah, I, mean, I, I still have people that will come I, to shows in Key West or a listening
4: room show, and they'll
2: like – Every year they come back for that kind of yeah. stuff, every the time they see us playing.
4: Yeah, I won't call this kid out because he was super good and he was very nice. I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but he was, he was on American Idol, know, and he about. he played one of my rounds here recently. He played he started it off, or like one of the first three thir- re- rounds or whatever. And the kid was pumped because he had came to a previous show of mine to where by the end of the night it was fucking packed out at Live Oak. And this kid obviously thought if you're playing the five to six to seven round that it was going to be the same way. No. No. <laughs> it, it was not even fucking close, but I don't think that's like that for anybody. But you could, you, you could tell, like, his energy went fucking out <coughs> when there wasn't a shit ton of people there. But there was somebody sitting next to him that had played those rooms a thousand times. That that wasn't as talented either. Well, like they that, were able that, to save it. But They saved it. And he put on a fucking show compared to where this one kid, he didn't have that. He didn't have that grit to look out there and, and nobody's fucking paying attention. So you make them fucking pay attention. Yeah. And it, it, I'm it telling comes, you, like, you, you can tell without some of that experience and practice. in hard
5: times. It comes with practice, but it also shows you who truly loves it and who's yeah. doing it
6: for the right reasons. The thing that's always going back to me. And 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 we and, and I'm I'm down after this conversation because anything about the music industry downs me. Yeah, yeah. But the thing it will we'll always... be down. Go, but no, I'm just saying. You but got, you've had the, downs for a while. But the thing... <laughs> Mark, Mark was born with it. The thing Mark that it always... It. It, it didn't full
2: on get me, but it nicked me. The He'll thing it always
6: it. goes back to me for in an hour when we do this show yeah. and we pick that guitar up, it's going to be like it always was from the time I was 15 years old. It's oh, yeah. between me, yeah. God, Man, and that guitar. that's the
5: right reasons of love. And, well, and,
6: and that love of that song... Because you, you, you cannot lose the love of that. Because if you do, no. you're, when yeah, you do get obvious. picked in the face, you, you're not going to get lose, back up.
2: If you lose the love for what you're doing, people will fucking see it. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's so obvious when you see somebody that's just up there going through the motions. Like, like Not that they're all that way, but your typical person you see on fucking Broadway when you go to a bar and they play that bar right. five times a week and they play fucking Wagon Wheel 75 yeah. times, they're like, I want to kill myself. Yeah, And it's obvious. But when the crowd doesn't know that because they're in town, and they're like,
6: "Woo!" Yeah. Going back to what Josh said earlier about when you write that certain song that you know is great and whatever, and then sometimes, like you said, Mark, it does get downing sometimes because, well, no one's heard it, no one's paying attention to yeah. it. But I still feel like a 15-year-old kid when we write that special yeah. song. And that's the thing to me that I, I pray I never lose, and, and I had gotten a little numb to it there for a while, and due to some life circumstances, found that love for music again was man you cannot lose that you that can't. passion yeah, and that love okay. for it because you just
4: you gotta have a different perspective on it you got to realize yeah. it's gonna that be what hard. you're doing is different and then you gotta think I mean you talked to live vote. If it was easy everyone would do it yeah and you gotta think about the people that you love and that you cherish the people that are just your fucking person yeah. if it took them 10 years to make it and for them to catch their break give yourself a little bit of grace and realize yeah. it's gonna take me 10 years yeah. If the if fucking the people that I look up to that I idolize, it they didn't just show up, and they were a star. Then you yeah. have to you have to and, realize and like most I, of
6: the ones that do become a star fast do not have the longevity. They
4: don't. That's what I'm saying. They yeah. don't have staying power. Yeah. Yeah. they don't. They don't know how to deal with it. They they become a. And I'm not gonna say just necessarily train wreck, but it's easy come, easy go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you come, like think about like this. Every one of y'all know, and I don't mean this in a disrespectful way. Every one of y'all know what it's like to put a song out and to get no traction.
1: Yeah.
4: When you start off on the opposite end of that spectrum, yeah. To where when the first thing you put out blows the fuck up, you have a mindset that I have to live up to that with everything that I do. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. when you don't It's crushing. Yeah, like you honestly I and I once again it's gonna sound stupid. I think the way that y'all do things the starting like from the like the bottom to get there and have your falls and everything along the way, I think it makes it not only to where you have concepts and you're going to come up with things to write to these folks that other folks never will, gives you a better outlook on life and something to actually connect with people. Because when you're at rock bottom and you write a song, it's going to resonate with everybody that's at rock bottom. And most everybody's been at rock bottom, but not everybody's been at the fucking mountaintop. The thing about rock bottom is it's a dang good place to
6: build a foundation.
4: God yeah. Damn, she looks hot. But uh, hey, baby. And y'all, we're, we're finishing to... up this show right now. He's waiting on y'all to get here, mm-hmm. but but anyway, uh before we leave, uh, I just want y'all to know I love you guys. Thank y'all for coming to hey, this. Thank, thank you for it's having gonna, us. It's going to be a great time here playing in the next little bit. And uh yeah, Mark's in there shitting. Okay. So we won't ask him to say goodbye, but y'all See drop y'all. your y'all drop your social medias real fast before we get out of here. Uh, yeah, Blaine Bunting on Instagram, Blaine Bunting
0: Music on Facebook. Uh, thank you all for having me. It's great to be in Sneed and uh, Josh, Terry Podcast. Again, thank you all for having me. Love you, boo
3: Mark Warrick, music uh, from the bathroom, he says. Okay. Oh, about, okay. i about want to stretch. My
0: name's Mark. And, uh, yeah, just go find me. <laughs> Craigslist, <laughs> uh, plenty of fish. He definitely has a casual encounter somewhere. I probably shouldn't say that. He's got a girlfriend. Oh, I'm from yeah. No, he's uh, not yeah. on
4: there. Y'all don't check on him there. Is, <laughs> Is it Grindr?
3: Yeah, I got Grindr. Grindr? Justin Dukes Music, Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff.
4: You can't see him on
6: Pornhub. Uh, Jared Hardness on Instagram. That's all I got. Little Skinny. Little
5: Skinny. No, I'm not a rapper. L-I-L underscore I think, Skinny underscore I don't think music. anybody
4: ever accused you of that.
5: At just about every time I meet somebody.
4: And then Dave McMahon's gone. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we got to go set up for Back Road Park. But thank each and every one of y'all. Please check out Cottonfield Grill Back Road Park. We just announced our uh, April the 20th show with them. Um, Jason, Michael Carroll, Riley Anderson, Cassidy Daniels, Miles G. Uh, If you are a social media personality from the state of Alabama, please hit us up. We're giving some of y'all tickets to come out to that April the 20th to help us kind of share the new park. And uh, we love y'all. Thank y'all for listening to the show. We'll catch you next time.